Welcome to the Infinite Cup, where spirituality meets health and wellness. My name is Robert. I'm a yoga teacher, detox specialist, dad, podcast host, author, etc., etc. What I really love to do is inspire others to be their most authentic self. Tune in every single week where I talk to thought leaders, health and wellness enthusiasts, and people with a foundation just beyond the physical. Sit down, learn something new, and discover your infinite self. Aloha, beautiful souls. You are really going to love this one. Paul Neeson. I've been following this guy for a long time. I don't know if who, all my old school raw vegans out there, uh, when you guys first hit the scene, you know, this is something that Paul is very well educated in the health paradigm, curing inflammatory bowel disease with his vegan diet. And we talked all things about scripture. And he's a very well educated Bible teacher down into the Hebrew roots. I mean, he's been vegan for over 20 years, you know, healed from inflammatory bowel disease. And we talked about that. We talked about all the current events that are happening with Christianity and how to really, you know, purify yourself. Um, you know, my background is more of the yoga background and I, I believe in all teachings and all aspects of religion and spirituality. And I just want to share that with, you know, as many people as possible. And Paul, I just you know, really trust him and I really learned a lot myself and had a really, you know, cool conversation when it comes to scripture, understanding the Bible and the real teachings of Yeshua and, you know, compared to Jesus and things that are, you know, happening out there in the current main stream of Christianity. So I hope you guys can learn a little bit from this one and, you know, hopefully you have an open mind and come at this with a little bit of a positive perspective on life because Paul is such a well-educated guy and I can't think of anybody else to present, you know, this teaching of Yeshua to. And I think he is really inspiring. So please go check out his videos, go listen to, uh, you know, his podcast. He's got a lot going on when it comes to social media and the stuff he's putting on YouTube as well. So take advantage of that. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being here. If you're here from Apple, iTunes, please go leave a review real quick. Take just 30 seconds of your time to throw a couple words on there. That really helps the ratings of the show go up. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who's purchased my book, The Real Yoga, on Amazon. I really appreciate that. That supports me supports the channel, supports the podcast, supports my family, everything that I'm doing here. And the affiliate links are always available on my website. You can check it out if you haven't followed me on the Infinite Cup on Instagram as well. That is probably the best way to get keep in touch with all things that I do. And if you don't know, I have an inner circle group where we can really do some weekly coaching calls and get really down the rabbit hole for all of these teachings. And whether it's talking about spirituality, detoxification, nutrition, health, wellness, everything that I talk about comes down to the real people. If you want to take it to that next level, then consider joining the Inner Circle group. That's over at patreon.com slash the infinite cup. And without any further ado, here's Paul Neeson and I having a heart-to-heart conversation all about the teachings of Yahshua and the true teachings of Jesus. Thank you so much for being here. Aloha. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to connect with you, Paul. I've been following you for a long time. I remember way back in the day when everything started, you know, for me being started uh, with spirituality and then combining the nutrition component. That's something that I feel like is just needed right now more than ever. And I've been looking up to you for a long time and just been following all of your journey. And I remember when things started way back in the past and how all this raw vegan movement and everything happened. I think when you're one of the big pioneers when it comes to just health and combining spirituality. I mean, that's what really got me into your channel and everything as far as really, you know, getting deep as far as what the real spiritual movement is all about. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, just want to, you know, for people that are listening that haven't heard about you, just give a little like intro about what, you, you know, everything that you do and how far you've come and then we'll just kind of go from there. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just exciting. Like, because I remember uh, I have a very similar uh, story myself. I was diagnosed with IBS and everything when I was 16. I think the standard American diet just gets a hold of everybody one way or another. And this information about raw foods and nutrition is, you know, being kept from us in general. So I did a lot of soul searching and in order to dig deep in order to really discover what that healing component could be. And I mean, it, looking back, it's I went through a lot of struggles and triumphs and challenges. But now it's such a simple concept that I just want to, you know, spread to others listening and, and watching about how they can really transform their lives because I know so many people are in that same boat where you and I were, you know, many years ago as far as daily suffering and having chronic inflammation, all of these things people are, are dealing with every single day. And uh, the raw foods, all of that is is one component for my channel What everything that I do that I'm excited about is combining the spirituality because for me, I kind of hit a wall uh, and we can talk about this with you. I'm sure you felt something similar where I hit a wall with raw foods and it's not just what you eat, right? It's about the practice that you do and how to really be Become a spiritual person in this modern, you know, life that we're living right here in 2019. Yeah, well, I, I didn't really hit a wall from a diet standpoint. I was doing great, and I just kept uh, investigating and just trying to see what was the best path for my life. And uh, and I was just trying to look at the most popular uh, and best health information out there. And then eventually, somebody told me that there's a the Bible talks about raw foods, and it talks about people living a long time, and it talks about yep resting and healing and, and all this stuff. So it intrigued me and I read it. And when, when I read it, uh, I read uh, the Gospel of John and uh, I, I found out that there was this man named Yeshua, the one they called Jesus, who was uh, bringing people back from the dead and healing people by his touch and, and saying this great information. Uh, so uh, right away I decided that, you know, this was a unique man and truly set apart. And I just continued to investigate what was the difference between him and every other so-called guru in the world. Yes. And I found tremendous differences. And I had to make a choice at that point, you know, because I realized that uh, there's three major uh, belief systems around the world that believe in one God. Yeah. And that being Islam, uh, Judaism, and Christianity. And uh, all the other religions pretty much believe in many different ways and many different paths. Yeah. So I had to uh, make that choice of which one I wanted to choose. And I just... Uh, narrowed it down to those three because I realized if uh, there are many paths and I choose one of these, well, I got none to lose. But if there are only one path and I choose one of those, well, then I'm in trouble. So I have to pick <laughs> on the right one. Yeah. So it narrowed my search down to these three. And uh, of the three, one of them had Yeshua as the leader. And uh, and that's the one I wanted to follow. And uh, since then, uh, I know I made the right choice. And he's revealed himself to me as, as in, in that decision. And uh, so you like you say it's more than just food it's, it's this is everything and i couldn't accomplish what i accomplished without him yeah, I agree 100%. For me, it was reading uh, the Essene Gospel of Peace and just getting into the Essenes in general. I was really uh, searching for, you know, scripture or something. I always just love asking questions about what did our ancestors do? What did, you know, man has been on this planet for a long time. And these uh, health uh, predicaments, all these problems that we see ourselves in our modern age, I think is a problem from the modern age itself and not so much, uh, you know, the food or the lifestyle choices that we're doing. So I, I dug deep into scripture and things to kind of bring some more uh, evidence-based things as far as what I can really do to solidify my path. And it wasn't until I read the Essene Gospel of Peace where that kind of threw me over the edge as far as creating that into an everyday lifestyle. Yeah, I think the Essene Gospel of Peace is a, is a wonderful health book. And I went out to Israel and I saw where they lived and, and, and did a lot of investigation about that. Uh, believing John the Baptist was an Essene and, uh, and 
and several other people in scripture and and i i, I like what they teach and so on uh i'm not i mean the dead sea scrolls are wonderful books uh the scene gospel piece i i have uh a question mark if it's authentic or not or if it's just yeah. truly uh it's a great health information regardless uh, but it, it just doesn't match up from what I've read in the scriptures. So yeah. I, I question it, the validity of it, but it doesn't to, to take away the fact that it's still a great health book with wonderful principles. Yeah, I, I understand. I, um, there is a lot of validity that still, I mean, it just comes down to faith and trusting, right? At the end of the day, we can't have all of this with our two physical eyes. We got to get beyond that. And that's really what I you know, want to talk about because at the end of the day, like I said, it's not just the food. It's not just what you're doing on the physical side. It's that metaphysical or spiritual component to your life that is really where we're getting all of our power and vitality from. So um, just want to kind of... The scary thing about that, not to interrupt you, is uh, yeah. we get our vitality from that. But, you know, the spiritual world, there's a battle going on daily. And the scary thing is, is uh, many people haven't chose the same spirituality as I have or you have and so on. And some of, this, some of it is a peaceful, uh, loving, caring uh, walk. But most of it is not. Most of it is a dangerous, dark world. And there's a reason why so many people are suffering from disease and being tormented on a daily basis. I do believe strongly in spiritual warfare. And yeah. I do believe that the enemy and the devil is tempting and tormenting people on a regular basis. And disease is just one of these things. This is why somebody, you know, with the power Yeshua had or could say, you know, be gone. And then the person's healed immediately. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's, 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 it's possible and it's true. But the whole spiritual world is not... Uh, something that should be taken for granted and too often it does and it's uh you know when people tell me they pray to god i'm like well what god and uh, <laughs> that's a really important thing and you know when people tell me they hear from the spirit at least for me i need to confirm it in the word because if that spirit's telling me something opposite from the word tells me i don't believe that's the spirit i need to be listening to yeah. and uh so that's why i think it's so important to be in the bible and read the word because when uh they tempted yeshua uh the one they called jesus he was uh what did he give them? He gave the enemy scripture. Yeah. Scripture did away with him. So we need to know scripture, what it says, not only for the application of this is how we need to live our life, but also for the application of this is what's going to keep uh, those evil uh, forces away from us. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's definitely some big spiritual warfare happening, and it's not just all rainbows and uh, chakras and colors and all these things, these terms that get thrown around quite a bit. And, you know, that's why I created my channel, The Infinite Cup, and that's what I do, you know, what I do, because I want to help, uh, you know, spread truth and spread the awareness of all of this, because I think it's needed now more than ever, and how to really approach this, you know, in a very, you know, sustainable, natural way that is going to uplift others. So I, I, you know, look up to you and everything. Let's, let's talk about um, Yeshua real quick for people that don't even know what that word is or anything kind of just explain that a little bit because I've, I've yeah so in hebrew the names have meanings and uh even when uh god took somebody he changed his name he changed abram's name to abraham and uh, so the, the names have meanings and they're very powerful yeah and when we hear the name yeshua that's the name of our savior our messiah and what that actually means is the salvation of yahweh and yahweh is god so Yeshua is the salvation of God or the salvation of Yahweh. It fits, he fits the title perfectly. Yeah. Many people, they use the name Jesus uh, thinking that that was what Yeshua was called. But the name Jesus wouldn't appear in, in any Bible or anywhere in the world until about 200 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the name Jesus, which people do get healed in, is just not 
the, the true name of our Messiah. And, yeah. and so, so I just, t- I, I want to take my knowledge of what I know and apply it and, and teach it. And what people decide to do with it, that's fine. I'm not looking down on anyone that used the name Jesus or another name, yeah. but from my experience and knowledge, this is the most authentic that I've found up to this point. So that's why I say Jesus to one. You sure the one they call Jesus. <laughs> that's good. It's it's like a disclaimer you got to throw out there every time you say it. Almost just to. Also, quite, it makes people question. What are you talking about? So then I yeah. get up to it. Yeah. The easiest way that I tell people is just the uh, you know Jesus is son of Zeus, and that's kind of the um, the the spin that kind of got turned on it recently, right? It went from being the son of Zeus because everyone thought God was Zeus. And then that was the most recent um, translation, I guess you could just say. And for me, I just love getting further and for like going back into time and seeing what everyone was practicing then and seeing, like you said, what adds up, what validity can we get by connecting those dots through these, you know, scriptures and books. For me, uh, I'm a yoga teacher as well. I really went further into uh, ancient scripture that's thousands of years old. And it's even more exciting connecting all these dots and seeing how, these practices are very similar and i just started to really um you know add up the similarities rather than pick apart all the differences that's that's what i've been doing experience there's only two type people you either believe in creation or you don't and uh and that's the basis of everything and uh, most people that i know that are into this uh, healthy lifestyle of eating uh, they don't believe in creation they believe in evolution partly why the reason they're eating this way because they want to Think they're going to evolve into something else? Who knows what? But <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I'm I, I strongly believe in the evidence of creation, yeah. uh, and and if we believe in creation, you have to believe there is a creator, and, and and so that's what it really comes down to. I mean, all all religion and thoughts and everything about every thought system in the world comes down to two things: Do you believe in creation or not. And then if somebody says they don't, well, that's a whole different walk. But if somebody says they yeah. do, then you could say, well, what do you believe about creation? And then, then it can open up a discussion. Yeah. But if somebody doesn't believe in creation, that discussion's useless. <laughs> it's true. That's a really good starting point. Uh, for me, I mean, let's. I just want to talk about veganism. How, and let's connect those dots for people because that's something that I feel like um, is very obvious and very simple for me to understand. But for people listening that might have that um, you know, approach and kind of need some insights as far as the food that we eat and affecting our energy and then how you know, Scripture talks about what type of foods and what that even means. I mean, for me, my, even the word fruit uh, really broadened my horizons when I you know, started reading Scripture rather than just being uh, led by all these people on YouTube or social media or things like that, you know? Sure. Well, uh, again, I take it back to creation. I'm, uh, we were created uh, in, in the garden to uh, eat fruits and vegetables. It clearly says that in the word, fruits and vegetables were the food for man. But that's plan A of our creator, and that's how he wanted us to live and eat on a vegan diet. Yeah. Uh, he never wanted us to eat his creation. That had a living soul in it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But uh, because man uh, didn't listen to God and disobeyed God, uh, God wiped everything out and kicked them out of the garden. <laughs> now man's standing in the middle of the desert with nothing. And, they, and things were going to grow back. Things did grow back. First being a vineyard and things did grow back. However, the, at the time where there was no food and in, in God's mercy, according to the Bible, he allowed man to eat meat for that time to survive. Yeah. But it was, it was a survival mechanism. It was never meant to be food for man. And in fact, when man started eating that, uh, man was no longer thriving. They were just barely surviving. The lifespan went from 900 years all the way down to 100 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, was, it wasn't a reward that he allowed man to eat meat. It was a curse. And then the food grew back. 
and then uh, man had a choice to go back. But some men made that choice to continue to eat and the things as the result of the curse. And this is that's what we got ourselves into where we are now. Now, you know, we got the name vegan now, but it's just that's the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's what I find is everything that I um, research and do, whether it's scripture or anything else, it's just the vocabulary that has changed. Um, you can go far back. And I love what you said earlier as far as the language, because it is a vibration, it is a real energy. Even the name like Yeshua versus Jesus, when you say it out loud, has a different you know feeling when you say it out loud inside your own vessel, inside your own body. So that's the same thing with food. I can you know trace back to the first time. It's been uh, almost 12 years for me, and it's something that really looking back i couldn't understand the toxicity that you know i was into until being on the other side of that veil so that's really where i just want to help others and inspire others to you know make that switch and kind of create that validation whatever it needs for them as far as the experience whether it's the energy whether it's the productivity whether it's the animals i mean we're um there's so many avenues in order to enter into this. At the end of the day, for me, scripture is still the, the number one thing that people kind of need in order to keep them on the path and keep them confident that this is the real way to be living. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, just curious for you, how um, I followed you a long time ago. I remember um, the raw food movement was super big and everything exploded, and it was like this new buzzword and things. And I, I took it to the next level, and I was actually calling myself a vegetarian for a while there, and I was really trying to just purify myself and cleanse uh, on all levels. And that's really, um, I feel like right now people are still in that sort of mindset, and a lot of people are you know jumping back onto meat for whatever reasons. And I, I don't want to get into diet fads and different things because, like I said, at the end of the day, for me, scripture. Is that one thing that creates that thread throughout time that is you know beyond our own um, you know small self and beyond the ego as far as the limitations that we're creating for ourselves so that's where i feel like right now like desperately we're needing something deeper you know that's why i want to talk about spirituality and talk about what that means to you know be the spirit having this human experience and rekindling what that means as far as the practice you know whether it's yoga or tai chi or whatever people are into just doing more of that that makes them that spiritual being rather than focusing on the, the human component you know yeah, well, it's important uh, to be, uh, I believe the, the whole, or one of the main messages of scripture is to be humble and, and be kind. And, and the opposite of that is pride. Yeah. Uh, but in the same hand, you know, the more obedient a person is to the, the practice and, and obedience, it's, the more easy it is to become prideful, especially when we see everyone else not being that way. <laughs> so we have to always be careful because it is uh you know a, a spiritual warfare going on a spiritual battle however yeah. you know for me i just decide there's a you know who says what's right or wrong or what's good or bad and most people will dictate that on their own feelings yeah. they believe in their own thoughts in their own mind what's good or e right or bad or good or evil yeah. uh, but the bible says man's heart is wicked <laughs> and, uh, and, and evil as it be and you know i i do believe we need a uh universal moral code that we follow that tells us what good or right or bad is or what right or wrong is yeah. and i believe one of the problems we have and one of the problems with all these different religions and belief system is uh, we don't have a universal code yeah. so i could say well according to what i follow uh this is good and you could say well according to what i follow that's that's evil yeah. uh so 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 this is why so many people are disconnected today mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, and a man wants to decide and make up their own rules of what's good and evil. But so I go by this universal code, which is found in the Bible, me following uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, and then you have something called the commandments. Yeah. And then you have something called sin. Yeah. And uh, sin is disobedience of the commandments. And then, you know, there's over 600 commandments and people, as an excuse, says, well, we can't follow all of them. 
<laughs> and I say, number one, we can't might not be able to follow all of them, but people are struggling with just 10 of them. What about all of them? Yes. What percentage of that? But, uh, you know, we're not called to follow all of them, but we're called to follow the ones that, that we can still follow, yeah. not the ones we choose to follow. And there's over 600, but like a lot of them are for women. I can't follow those. I don't have to follow those. <laughs> a lot of them are for farmers. I'm not a farmer. I'd like to be, but I'm not. But <laughs> I don't follow those. But the ones I can follow, I do. Yeah. And the problem is when we, it's revealed to us and our eyes are opened, or at least we're told and shown clearly, this is what he wants us to follow. And this is what you have the capability of follow. And if you reject that, you know, it says as a watchman, the blood's off my hand because I told you and mm-hmm. showed you. Mm-hmm. And now that's between you and God and your decision of why you decide you're not going to follow that because it didn't fit into your lifestyle or because yeah. you're just too hard to do something like that. For, for me, uh, you know, I'm going to do my best to accomplish those. And if I fail, I know I have the blood of Yeshua uh, to get me through that as long as I'm not continually willfully sinning and just acting like it's no big deal. Yeah. I believe, and I'm about to do a show tonight at 8 p.m., uh, a live show on my channel about repentance and uh, what it truly means and, yeah. uh, and reconciling with people, but more important, reconciling with God. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's really powerful. And there's four steps uh, that need to take place for that to happen. And, and people don't really understand what that is. But recently I started teaching on it, and I decided I was going to teach on it tonight. So at 8 o'clock tonight, I'm going to go on and, and teach people about that. Reconciling with people and knowing how to do that. Uh, it, it is, the, is the only way you can reconcile with God and the only way that you're going to be able to uh, feel joy and live joy. Yeah, I, I agree. That's yeah, beautifully said. And it's uh, people, you know, um, I feel like they understand this and there's something that just doesn't fit into their, you know, world or whatever their belief system is. And then it's got to go. And that's, there's always an equal and opposite, you know, effect to that. I would call that karma. We call it sinning, whatever word you want to use to put a stamp on it doesn't matter. There's just no denying that we have to live in this, some, some sort of code to have this harmonious state. And I call it the big human experiment. That's what's been happening the last couple hundred years as we've been experimenting, like, you know, factory farming, for example, right? Let's just grow a bunch of animals and pretend they're not souls and then chop them up and think like, that's such a experiment that has obviously failed. And people are waking up to that idea finally. And this big, you know, that's what I'd say the most positive thing out of the vegan movement has come to just awareness right awareness that none of this is okay in the sense of mass producing animals and creating a world that we can no longer live in as far as the consumption like you know people are starting to see the effects of their actions that we created even a few hundred years ago and now it's time to really take action on what that means in order to balance out the effect the problem the problem is i mean you and i are two just gentle guys trying to talk about this out and everything else and it's like when you have a disagreement both people can be wrong, but both people can't be right. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's the problem. And, and, you know, and, and as gentle as it is, we, we dis, we, every human is going to have disagreements to some level. Yes. But when it comes to uh, what the Bible actually says and what we need to do, uh, you and I have disagreements. I mean, we even haven't, haven't even had to discuss what they are, but they're going to yeah. become disagreements. So when those disagreements come up, it's like, how do we choose it, you know, and what do we do? And I choose to study it out in the word and, and figure yeah. it out where, uh, you know, somebody else might choose to study it out in a different place. Yeah. And if those two places say different things, that's where we run into a problem. See, it's not, it's not technically, it's not a sin to eat an animal, yeah. according to the Bible. It, it's a sin to eat an unkosher animal, according to the Bible. But the Bible actually allows man to eat animals. It's not, yeah. it's not technically a sin. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I don't think it's just plan A. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, the Bible says things that we should do and shouldn't do. 
but you know, so so homosexuality is a sin according to the Bible. Yeah. So there's a lot of gentle people out there in the world that, that they don't have that agreement that the Bible's God's word, and they don't see anything wrong with it because they say we're not hurting anyone else. Yeah. And they'll say it's a lot worse to kill an animal than to than to be a homosexual. Yeah. And uh, you know they're basing it on on what they their belief system, what they believe. Yeah. And, and 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 the Bible says not to get drunk. I know people that get drunk that don't see anything wrong with it as long as they're doing it in their own house and they're not hurting anyone. Yeah. But we have to create a standard. And, and and the problem is there's a, there's a consequence for for breaking the standard. Yeah. And, and 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 you and I in our disagreements, one of us is definitely wrong. Most likely, possibly both of us, but definitely one of us. Yeah. And there's terrible consequences for that. And, and and so you know, I think it's great that we're having this conversation now. Uh, but I think if we really want to grow and evolve, you know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. We need to keep in touch, and people need to keep in touch and say. Well, not to, not to uh, have these uh, disagreements, but to say, well, why do you believe what you believe? And why do I believe what I believe? And I'm not into debating people, but I'm into showing people, look, just like I say you believe in creation or you don't, you either believe in God's word of the Bible or you don't. Mm -hmm. There's no picking and choosing. Mm -hmm. And most people are picking and choosing. Yep. And, and, and I do believe I was where you were once at where uh, when I first got into this, I didn't exclusively believe in the Bible. When I first yeah. got into spirituality, I grew up an atheist. Mm -hmm. But then when I got healed from my condition, I believed in there was, you know, in, in many different things. I, I didn't exclusively take the Bible uh, literally yeah. as, as much as I do now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I want to think I evolved and grew. My eyes been open to things that I wasn't doing before. But at the same hand, I understand where everybody is on the path. But, yeah. you know, when I tell even uh, the average Christian doesn't agree with me at all. And I think yes. the average Christian church is not teaching the Bible today. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, so, so there's a problem. Judaism has added a lot to the word. The mm -hmm. Christianity has taken a lot away from the word. Yes. The Bible says don't add or take away, but keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so you and I are sitting here right now having this great conversation. But, I mean, I'm not perfect in keeping the commandments. Yeah. But, you know, you're, you're not keeping the commandments. So then we got to look at what are the consequences of these, these yeah. things, according to the Bible, the blessings and curse that go along. Yeah. So, so and it's not just you, it's the, the, the church and so on. So this is where I get a lot of my of, uh, negative feedback from is, you know, when I tell people to keep the commandments, people say, well, the Bible, Jesus says we no longer keep the commandments. And that's not the Jesus I'm reading about in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, I got people like yourself who would, who would uh, say, well, this is a gentle path that I have chosen for me. And it doesn't necessarily match up with literally what the Bible is saying, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and so, you know, and so we don't have to agree. And I don't like the term agree to disagree. That's just putting off something for later on. No, one of us is terribly wrong. <laughs> and, uh, and there's going to be serious consequences. So, so we can agree to disagree. It's like, I mean, I think we could, I mean, I don't know what your stance is on something, but it's like for something like, like, uh, I don't know, let me give you an example is uh, maybe, you know, I believe in monogamy. If, if two people are married, it should be between two people. Yes. Uh, some people believe they have no issue with adultery and, and, and uh -huh. I don't know, polyandrism and all that stuff. Uh -huh. So, you know, if we say, if we disagree on that, and I say, well, I agree to disagree, and then we go our separate ways. No, I don't agree. I mean, I agree we don't agree, but one of us is in terrible danger. Yes. Either I'm limiting my life and missing out on a lot of fun, or you're in a great danger. But I could talk to somebody who believes in the Bible and say, well, let's see what God says about this. Mm -hmm. And that should be the ultimate authority. And, okay. and you know, and 
you know, in all due respect, you say you agree, but I'm sure if I sat down with you, I could show you clearly because I do this with Christians. I show them clearly yeah. what the Bible says about this. Yeah. And these are confessing Christians who love God. Mm-hmm. And they say they agree, but I clearly show them, well, the Bible says this, and they don't agree. Mm-hmm. The Bible clearly says don't eat pork. And I go to the average Christian church and they're serving ham and stuff on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So do you agree with what God's saying or, or not, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I, obviously I know you don't eat pork, but... You know, I, I don't know much about you or, and I'm not picking on you or the average person, but yeah. you know, when people say, oh, that's great that you follow God, I do too. And I said, oh yeah, well, how's that fourth commandment working out for you? <laughs> you know, people just look at me dumbfounded or they make the excuse saying we don't have to follow the commandment. Mm-hmm. It's the you're. I mean, I agree with you in the sense of what you're saying. And at the end of the day, I like the. I don't like the language either, as far as agree to not to disagree. What I do believe in the word is experience. For example, uh, your healing experience that you're talking about. Nobody uh, can take that away from you. Nobody can uh, challenge that or judge you or anything, debate you on that. You had your experiences, and that brought you to the light. And no one can take that away from you. I've had my experiences. Everyone has their own experience, what they would interpret and call truth, and nobody can take that away from there. And I think you know we're all doing the best that we can on the evolution of the soul on, on where we're at you know we could talk about this one by one as far as each commandment or each uh, t- action that we need to take in order to be in that path of, of righteous living and purity and something as simple as like growing your beard right i know you talk about that on your channel uh, i talk about that on my channel something as simple as growing your hair growing your beard out uh, is very um you know simple to the average person but for to me it means way more than just you know pair right so we could really you know dissect this in many ways and that's why it's exciting because in my opinion all of this is an opportunity to upgrade your life you know we're living in dark times like you're saying and not only spiritually but physically on this planet earth and there's a lot of confusion and mayhem and warfare and god knows what what only thing we can do is walk in our own path and, and shine bright and help others and hopefully our light gets bigger and stronger so more people can follow that path as well well let me ask you an honest question do you yeah. you said something do you really believe everyone's doing the best they, they're doing the best they can do do you really believe that I believe that everyone know, like it's a it's a degree of their conscience or not. I believe people know and they just don't know the effect. And deep down, this is what I would call the subconscious versus the conscious. Like subconsciously, they are leading life through the subconscious, but consciously, there's very little, if none, actually taking action on that part. And for me, in my life, I've done a lot of work in order to um, really um, use myself as an example to understand what that means, so I can get myself out of the way and just. Let the light come through, if that makes sense, rather than really using my belief. I don't want anybody's opinion. That's really what it comes down to is I don't want anybody's opinion on something. I like experiences. And I like sharing truth. I just I don't read books lightly. I don't casually go through life because I understand that there are realized beings and there's people like Yeshua, you know, that are very much a yeah, human beings, just like when he was walking on this earth that are happening right now. And the more we can live by their words, whether it's from the Bible or the or Quran or the Bhagavad Gita or anything like that, the more I can get in tune with that the more pure i become the more great i feel and then just spreading that to others yes the bible says in james 4 17 to know good and not do it to him with a sin so you know if we don't know that we could still commit a sin and yeah. suffer the consequences but clearly to know it and not do it is definitely uh, not a good thing exactly. you know and i believe one of my jobs is or you know and all of our jobs is to make people aware of, of what how god wants us to live to yeah. receive the blessings that come along with obedience. Yes. So now I've told them. So now what they do with that, that's their own personal walk and their own personal life. And the experience that they have to uh, deal with is their own personal things. Unless it's somebody who's directly affecting me because then yes. their consequences can affect me. 
but I had a conversation with a, a fellow I can interview just like this once, and he called me up and he wanted to talk about marijuana and getting high. <laughs> and we had a conversation about it, and we had clearly a different viewpoint on it. We had, a, I believe, a very good conversation about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, again, you know, we can we can't both be right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and terrible consequences for these things. And uh, I'm going to use, above my opinion, I'm going to use scripture to back up uh, things. And, and yes. then when we get into uh, figuring this out stuff, and, and before we can reconcile with people, we have to reconcile with God, and we have to truly be convicted, not by somebody else, yes. but by God. And, and that's where the awareness comes in. So yes. no matter what's right or wrong in this world, if we don't feel conviction, uh, truly conviction um, by God, and, and then we're not going to ever be able to uh, be honest with ourselves. Uh, so yeah. we need to connect with that. And uh, so I'm really excited that this information has come to me, and, and people have been uh, brave enough, whatever I want to call it, to tell me the truth and not just tell me what I want to hear yeah. and, and lead me to these teachings and these things that make so much sense and to understand these different things. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I agree with you 100%. Real quick, why people are um, turning that haven't heard about your story or anything, just tell them a little bit on how that, you know, how you came to the light in general and how all that went, because I know there's a lot of people, and I agree with you as far as, um, you know, like the Christian uh, Jesus standard versus like the Yahshua Hebrew, just general dialect that comes down to all of that. Well, whatever you call him, his blood is still his blood. And uh, yeah. but basically, uh, <laughs> I, I was led to read the Bible uh, as a health book, and uh, when I read it, I... I I found so much more than I ever would find. And I knew spirituality always had something to do with our health, but I used to think that uh, it was more uh, loose than it was. And there was, uh -huh. there was a lot of leniency in it. And the, the leniency comes with repentance uh, and mercy of our wonderful creator, but there's no leniency in taking his word for granted. I mean, this man died for me, so I'm going to do my best and go to the extreme to, to, to study and, and, and do the best I can do according to it, even regardless of people Believe it or not, the whole thing from the animal standpoint is uh, I know I got healed when I stopped eating animals. Mm -hmm. I know my condition was healed. Physically, I know it's not healthy animals. The science backs it up. My own experience backs it up. And the word of our creator says plan A wasn't that we would eat animals. Mm -hmm. So with all those things backing it up, I'm, I'm a vegan. And now I also I love animals. I have a tremendous amount of uh, compassion for animals. And, uh, and to back that up, my creator says that, you know, we need to be caretakers of the animals. It's not murderers of the animals, but caretakers of the animals. <laughs> and, uh, and the animals have a living soul. And, uh, and he doesn't want us to just use it so casually. And I don't know many people in this world that wouldn't eat an animal if their life's truly depending on it. Yeah. But, uh, but how many of us are in that situation? And yeah. maybe when Noah got off the ark, uh, that was the situation him and his family was. And, and Yahweh's grace and mercy... He told uh, Noah what kind was the least harmful animals to consume. And that's where he told him not to eat the pork or, the, or, or, or these other unclean animals. Oh, yeah. uh, but now we have an abundance amount of fruits and vegetables. Exactly. We can get every nutrient known to man. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's no reason to, to, to eat the animals. And I don't believe there's just a physical uh, ailment when we eat the animals. I do believe there's a, a, a spiritual and a, a, a mental uh, consequences of, of consuming life on, uh, on this level. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so, I mean, I've just, and I'm living it. That's the most important thing is I'm living it and, and, and I see it and, and I see the people around me, I see what I'm doing and how I'm going. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful every day for the grace and mercy my creator has given me and the mistakes I continue to make. Uh, but I'm so joyful that he's opened up my eyes to so many of the things that I've overcome. 
Yes, beautiful. Yes, I have a very similar story. And it's that, the key word here that I just want to take away is just experience because you can't, it doesn't matter what books you read or what you're doing, you need to have that experience. To me, that, you know, like you, that was really something that solidified this journey as far as like, I don't question it at all. And like with people, I get, you know, comments all the time, like, oh, do you miss cheese or do you miss this? Do you miss that? And it's like, I don't even, it's not even in my mind at all. It's something that because of the confidence from the energy and the experiences that I'm having now versus when I was eating animal products, that's, you know, what I'm just pursuing. So that's not very very complicated and and yes it's wonderful to be in 2019 have an abundance of scientific data now and you know the obviously the abundance of fruits and vegetables is are here and that's what i love as far as the time frame right like what you mentioned with noah being coming off the arc is obviously the world that he stepped onto was a lot different than what it looks like now <laughs> and that's something that we need to take action as far as what that looks like in the time that we're in and how to live it and that's that's why i feel like we're in such a confusion just as a human race overall because right now we live in this digital you know age where there's lots of people uh, communicating digitally just like we are and there's a lot of options there's almost too many options for people now and what I want to do and what my passion is about is just simplifying it and really distilling this down into a, you know a simple practice that really people can take action on yeah and you know I, I street evangelize and tell people about the word and so on and uh, yeah uh, one time somebody told me I was street, street preaching and somebody said to me he doesn't believe in God and he hates God. I said, why? He said, because somebody kicked in his door and shot him six times in the chest and he, you know, and now he's living to tell about it. And I said, well, there's two ways you could look at that. You could say, why this happened to me and hate God? Or you could say, God saved my life and, and, and be happy. So he chose to look at it that way. Yeah. And uh, so we got to figure out what the right way to look at it is or the best way to look at it is for our ultimate being. Yeah, no, I agree. And there's different different avenues. It's all about the perception of what you what you have on that and what that means to you and how you can really use that to your advantage. Because this, I'm I, the way that I, you know, the the lens that I have that I'm looking through life is is beyond duality. You know, we can get past the bad and the good and try to really trans uh, just get past that you know i feel like we don't need to get into uh, any debates whatsoever and just find that thread we're all where everyone is right whether it's just starting on the fact that we're human you know hey you're human i'm human <laughs> let's just start there and move forward if you're vegan i'm v oh great cool then now we have some more ground to work on and to continue pursuing the path from there but we don't really need to get into the uh you know duality of anything anymore because i feel like that's what's trapping us in in that state all the time you know so we need to be freed from that through this experience you know um I I just have a question for you. Is there any um, like meditation techniques that you do or any other, like what practice that you do that really anchors you into this? I'm a big believer in prayer and yes. I pray, I believe in, in personal prayer and also corporate prayer, mm -hmm. uh, praying together and also praying uh, by myself. So I, I, I think scheduling that and doing that on a regular basis is extremely important. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't believe in emptying my mind. I believe in filling my mind with, with, mm -hmm. Uh, the scriptures and the word about creator and, and just speaking to God. Uh, so that's a really important part of my day and my life. And uh, it's the way to relieve stress. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I would, I mean, prayer and meditation go hand in hand to me. And it's something that we really need to have that connection with God, that communication outlet. And if it has to be used, if you don't use it, you lose it sort of thing, right? <laughs> and, uh, uh, ideas about prayer and meditation so you know that's a loose term because uh, yeah. a lot of people have different ideas about what that means and what that is yes. and uh it's not only about you'll lose it it's 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 the most important oh, excuse me uh, one second yeah. uh it's the most important thing we can do is to uh connect with our creator on a daily basis yes. and it's the greatest gift we have 
but on the same hand, uh, the Bible is saying that if we don't follow and if we're not obedient to his word, now this is what the Bible says, God's going to refuse his ear to our prayers. You know, wickedness, according to the Bible, is people that are living in sin knowingly. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing anything about it. Not people that are struggling with it, but people that are living it when knowingly and not doing anything about it. And, and, and the Bible says, you know, that God won't even hear their prayers. He, 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 he despises the prayers of the wicked. So, you know, and you know, he'll hear a sinner, you know, and uh, if the sinner is looking and searching, but uh, if that sinner is just loving his life, you know, and wondering why his prayers aren't getting answered, well, this is what the word says. Yeah, I agree. I believe that. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it makes total sense to me. I'm curious um, what that, you know, obviously it just comes down to the individual, right? We're all on our own individual path and recognizing that evolution of the soul and where that comes out. Cause for me, I mean, I, Thank God, don't have to, you know, be that person that dictate to judge anybody to, get, you know, grant them permission to do anything or not. I'm walking my path, you're walking your path, and we're all just kind of walking each other home. You know, that's something that I like to just look at it from that point of view, other than this thing, because obviously there are certain things that people are sinning and creating these dark times. I mean, just war alone, like somebody's profiting off that, right? Bullets have to be made, whatever. There's so many different levels of this that we can get into. But at the end of the day, it's that experience, that practice. And I I always tell people that it's never too late. You know, it's never too late to find that light within whatever practice that resonates with you. We just need to find it and stick with it and continue pursuing that path. Because even though the words might be different or or things like that, that connection, that feeling. I mean, for me, it was nature, to be honest with you. It was nature, getting deep into nature, uh, like where I've been traveling to Alaska for many years now. And when I'm, you know, three, four hours from the grocery store and I'm completely immense in just the wilderness, I, I feel more alive and more connected to God than, than I've ever had been anywhere else, you know? So... Uh, for some sir, people listening, it's just something that I want to convey as far as like find that path that really resonates with you in order to create that communication outlet, whether it's prayer, meditation, that that really that avenue that makes you feel more connected with, you know, source. What is that thing that really gets you going every single day? I'd warn people to be careful with what you just said, because that sure. outlet is not always righteous, according to the word. And again, if somebody's not interested in what the Word of God says, then I, I then I can't argue with them or, or discuss yeah. with them. But if somebody's interested and they tell me they're interested in the Word, you know, I, there's some outlets they shouldn't be resonating through. Uh, <laughs> and some people feel closer to nature when they do certain things that aren't really righteous. Sure. Uh, so so we got to be, I believe, careful when we say, you know, whatever re- somebody resonates with. And because I hear that model all the time, mm-hmm. you know, when I see people doing drugs that say, well, this resonates with me and people doing, uh, you know, things that sh- shouldn't be done. You know, and the Bible yeah. says we should be of our own mind, you know, and I don't think we should need help to, to, <laughs> to, to put our mind in a different place. And I think that opens the door to the enemy. And uh, so, you know, I, you know, so we got to be careful because the outlets that people are choosing today are, you know, some people, you know, have sex with 10 different people the same day and say, that's what yeah, helps yeah. them to resonate. No, it's not. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, so we got to be careful, you know, letting people know that that's, it's, I mean, you can do what you got to do, man, but I'm going to say, look, I'm going to point people towards the Bible. Yes. Regardless of what their experience has been in life, what their, you know, what their feelings are now. It says confirm what you're feeling and what you're doing to God's word. Yes, and and if it and if it matches, wonderful. If not, you got to choose which path you want to be on. 
your own or his. And he says in his word, know the plans I have for you there for good and not disaster to give you a future and give you hope. Mm -hmm. He also says, you know, I take no pleasure in the death of wicked people. I only want them to change their wicked ways so they can live. Yes. So there's a narrow path and only that narrow path leads to that narrow gate. So I'm going to tell people to confirm whatever they're feeling, whatever they're doing up to God's word. If they need help knowing what God's word says, I'll be glad to show them. Yeah. But if they choose to live against it, you know, that's, I, I can't say, well, that's okay for you. That's where you're at. I got to change quickly. This is what his word says. This isn't me. You know, if I'm giving somebody a scripture and they're arguing with me, it's like, you're arguing with God right now. I'm just <laughs> You know, so it's really important. And I tell, I'll tell to the average Christian that says the law is done away with, to the average person out there that, that says it's okay to smoke pot, to the average person that says it's okay to be a Buddhist or, or, or something else or an Islam or something else. No, it's not okay according to the word. So you got to choose your path. If you want to do that or follow the word, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. And we could twist scripture around any way we want and make, yeah. it, make it fit any theology we want. We could twist it around left and right. Yeah. You know, and that's what people try to do. Yeah. But the word is the word, you know, and, 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 and it's not difficult to understand what the will of our father is for, for us, how to live our lives and, and the, the blessings of the curse that comes along with that. Yeah. yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. For When I was talking about nature in Alaska, I meant like for me, the only way I can um, give an example is something that um, like that's the that's the purest blank statement that the earth like just used to be like everywhere. And then we have put this, you know, cities and structures and things that have kind of changed what that is. And that ability to access that has changed based on our environment. So um, for me, the more, yeah. the more we get out of uh, out of the city, uh, yeah. the more close we could be in nature, the, the, the more easy it is to just really be thankful for what he's created and given us yeah. for me it's my children you know and, and yes offspring and just seeing children and knowing how uh that's this didn't happen by accident there's a creator oh, yeah. just, uh, and just seeing how he dna and understanding all this is like wow you know and and you know i believe in evolution from the standpoint of like look where we once were as a people uh yeah. with to where we are now and what we're able to do in our lives uh, but no, it's all about creation, and and and, and that's creation firsthand as a is a is a is a child, and then yes. you can take it even deeper to say, well, the, the, a marriage, which is what it all comes down to. Yeah. And and so when somebody has a successful marriage, it, it's a perfect, uh, it's a great example of, of of the ultimate ultimate of what Yahweh wants us to have. And so that's when you start really connecting, and, and you know, and, and there's so there are things and. So if you could have that and be in nature and have all that and surrounded by all that and eating this oh, diet, man. he wants us to eat. There's offspring and there's nature and it's like, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm right there with you. I recently just became a dad for the first time. My son's about to be six month old and I, I could not agree with you more in that sense of like my definition of love or value of everything has been breach just a hundred percent just like just blown through every uh perception or even idea of what i thought was possible has completely triumphed everything that i ever could have possibly imagined and that's coming from someone who took many years of celibacy many years of of searching and soul searching and something to really you know do this consciously because like you i i very much believe monogamy and i very much 
believe in that path and as far as creating that. And that's what, like I said earlier, is missing right now more than ever. I mean, the divorce rates or whatever are through the roof. People are, are justifying their experiences. And, and I just understand the principles of the human body, like what you said earlier with the heart as being the center. It's like, I understand the, the emotional neurotic tendencies that human beings have. And there's a lot of justification happening right now and not so much, um, you know, obedience or discipline that's being practiced. And that's what really creates that value as far as that shift, what I would say that that's anchored me more into my soul rather than being uh, subject to everything that's physical or material that's like based on my five senses. Yeah, people have no idea how uh, serious the consequences are of what they're doing with homosexual marriage and, and, uh, and this transgender movement and all this stuff. Yeah. This is serious, serious stuff. Yes. And, uh, and, and it's directly related to our overall health and just yeah. the health of the planet and everything. Yeah. This is not just somebody's opinion and people don't understand. Yeah. People have no idea the, the significant consequences of murdering a baby through abortion. They have no idea how bad this stuff is. And, uh, but people also don't understand the great mercy of our creator when we repent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, like he says, he takes no pleasure in the death of wicked people, but he just wants them to change from their wicked ways so they could live. But that means, and what he's saying is if they don't change, they're going to die. And it's not a physical death he's talking about because we're all going to die a physical death. It's a yes. spiritual death. Yes. And, and so people need to get it. They need to wake up. And you got a book called the Bible that's filled. It's the most motivational speaking you could find. It's right there. It's filled with <laughs> motivation things. You know, and people got that, that you want to find reasons not to look at it, saying, oh, this person killed this person, so it's not a good book. No, yeah. this book, you know, is filled with everything we need to know in our life to, to live to the fullest. And, you know, and people are rejecting it. Yeah. And people are burning it and people are destroying it. And every time somebody supports something like uh, uh, abortion or, or homosexual marriages or anything that's against scripture, yeah. they're spitting in God's face. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And they think there are no consequences for that. They're wrong. They're- it's... Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, that's what motivates me every day. And the, the, I want to tell people like this is an infinite journey. Like you can relate to this, right? It's like whatever you thought you you know you captured and you had this upgrade, you had this realization, and then now it, it just keeps going. Like there's not one thing that that just this ends to. I think the the final thing is obviously leaving the the earth altogether and, and completing you know your inner work, your journey that you're we're all supposed to do. I would call that karma. I would call that the you know the inner work that we need to do in order to realize what that is. And for me, a part of that was definitely having children and seeing this you know creation right before my eyes so i'm i'm you know every day completely astonished by the power of this <laughs> and it's something that constantly you know puts me in check and makes makes me analyze myself and contemplate what that means in order to live that path that narrow path otherwise i, I it's a very you know slippery slope on on both sides so, you know like you're saying we live in this world of you know transgender homosexual it's 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 escalating on that end more more than ever you know and that's why i believe this knowledge this truth uh, you know, through scripture, it needs to be spread more than ever. So first of all, thank you for all the work that you do, because I've been following you for many years. And it's just very cool to connect with you finally. And it's been really exciting watching this journey, this evolution through just digital, you know, world that we're all part of now. And like I said, this uh, knowledge needs to be spread more than ever. So just thank you. And I just told people today uh, on my on my show on my website, you know, it's, this is a circus we're living in. It's a yeah. circus. I mean, you got the average person Waking up, they're putting paint on their face. Yep. They're, they're, they're men are dressing up as women with beards, and, yep. and 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 they're wearing these high stills, which are the high heels, and and they're eating a dead animal. It's a literal circus people are living, yeah. and uh, you know I retired from the circus. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that's a great way to put it. I, I definitely retired from the circus as well. And I just, I'm just so thankful for that because I can't even keep up with it. I mean, even thinking about it, I get exhausted. I mean, I can't even just contemplate it at all, you know, because I'm just too busy doing what I'm doing, I guess. But it's just amazing how, like I said, because of this digital world where we live in, all this stuff has um, accentuated into something that is completely different than what it's not supposed to be. And at the end of the day, like we said at the beginning of this, it's just about practicing being humble and whatever that means to you. For me, it's a very simple, you know, chop the wood, carry the water kind of lifestyle. I'm, I'm a farmer. My first job was picking peaches and plums. The most that I've actually learned was being in tune with the land and growing my own food and doing those very simple things that just bring, you know, natural energy. I mean, something as simple as clean water and clean food, we have to really strive for that now, right? And that's something that is completely, uh, you know, where we need to start. I mean, we live in this Monsanto, GMO, bear, uh, you know, crazy pe pesticide world now. And it's something like you have to put a lot of work and energy into just having clean access to food and water before you can cleanse your temple in order to start purifying in order to really get access to this information. Because looking back, like I was extremely toxic and extremely, uh, uh, you know, not happy and depressed and all over the place because of the food that I was eating. So how can I ask for something like scripture or something to uplift me at all if I was in such a dark place to begin with? Yeah. All right, Paul. Well, let's plug your uh, plug your website, plug your YouTube channel, tell everybody about what you're doing these days, and how can people find you? Uh, everyone can find me. My main website is healthwatchman.com, healthwatchman.com, or you can simply go to paulneeson.com, P-A-U-L-N-I-S-O-N.com. And on it, you'll see uh, links to my, uh, to my health websites, to my uh, Bible websites, on my YouTube page, uh, health, uh, Raw Life Health Show, and uh, my my Bible website is uh, Torah Life Ministries. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Patreon. I'm on I'm on Facebook. All look at that by my name, Paul Neeson. Perfect. Yeah, I'll put that in the description below so people can click click on it. Anyone's in the area? I'm in South Florida. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again for connecting. I hope to have you on the show in the future. This has just been awesome. And I, I mean, I can't think of anyone better to kind of own, uh, you know, this, this scripture, this new, it's actually not really new, but I feel like there needs to be a reinsurgence of this in this digital, you know, age that we live in, because no, not many people are talking about this. And this is something that I, I feel very passionate about. I know you are too. So the more we can spread this information, the more, you know, light we can get and spread to others, the more we'll all be benefactors, benefactors from it. Well, thank you very much for having me. And, uh, well, I look forward to talking to you again. Awesome, Paul. Thank you. Thank you.